You're listening to Rice Radio, home for all things rice. This episode that you're about to listen to was originally aired live on Rice TV on January 18th, 2021, with special guests Eric Sullivan and Tommy Patterman, host of the Consent of the Govern Network, and Phil Guru. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in for this evening's Great Awakening Town Square Roundtable Discussion. And today I will be joined by Eric Sullivan and Tommy Paderman from Consent of the Governed. And we will also be joined by Phil, the modern guru. Collectively tonight, we are the four horsemen of freedom. And we're going to get this show started for you. So bear with me. Money Metals Exchange, the most trusted silver and gold dealer with the lowest prices and fastest shipping. And you can get a free half ounce of silver. Visit moneymetals.com. If you're a first time buyer, purchase $100 or more and use the promo code RICE, R-I-C-E, you'll get a free half ounce of silver. Visit moneymetals.com. All right, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I always got to thank the sponsors of Rice TVX. Always got to shout out Presearch and Monarch. I always appreciate what they do to support the channel. So make sure you're checking them out. I've got links down below for previous interviews, playlists, and where you can check out their websites individually. So make sure you're doing that. I do appreciate everybody for tuning in. I do want to encourage everybody to make sure they hit that thumbs up because it helps other people to see this video in the YouTube algorithm. And I think tonight's video is going to be an important one considering everything that's happening. Make sure you're following me on Library and Odyssey where I have backups of all my videos. And I also post up extra content there as well. And that's where you'll find me just in case YouTube decides to delete my channel. Links are down below for Library and Odyssey. Also, you can support the channel directly and become a patron. So check out my Patreon channel where I post up exclusive content. You get early access to videos. And again, it's a way to support the channel directly. And I did a video just this past Saturday talking about Money Metals Exchange. Make sure you're taking advantage of these dips in prices when you see gold and silver going down a little bit and accumulate dollar cost average and hedge against this coming not only inflation, hyperinflation, but definitely depression coming. So go to moneymetals.com. You can get a free half ounce of silver. If you're a first time buyer, you purchase $100 or more and you got to use that promo code RICE, R-I-C-E, and you get that free half ounce of silver and it's an additional way to support the channel. Also, I have to remind everybody that tomorrow, 2 o'clock p.m., I'm super excited about this going to have max kaiser on the show so make sure you're tuning in it's going to be a live interview the day before the inauguration um so i'm definitely looking forward to the conversation i want to be having with max kaiser from the orange pill podcast and of course the kaiser report so um there was something i wanted to uh i don't know what it was i wanted to say there was something i wanted to say um, but so again tonight, I, I we have we're joined by Eric Sullivan and Tommy P from Consent of the Governed, and we also have Phil from the Modern Guru on the show. And me and Phil, we used to do content back together back a couple years ago when we both started our channel, and we did a video just a couple days ago. So I encourage people to check that out if they haven't already. Let me see here. I want to go ahead and pull everybody in one by one here. One second. Now I remember what it was I wanted to do. Because there's something really ironic about tomorrow, in case you don't know. I just thought this is kind of worth doing a little share, for sure. Because it's like it's so ironic. It's isn't it ironic? Don't you think? 
that tomorrow in the United States on June the 19th, it just so happens to be National Popcorn Day. I thought that was hilarious. So I just wanted to highlight that for anybody who's unaware that tomorrow, which is the day before the inauguration, just happens to be National Popcorn Day. Coincidence? Who knows? So we we don't have that long to figure it out. So not at all. So I'm going to, what I want to do is I want to pull in Phil first because he's probably one of the ones that most people are unfamiliar with. And um, again, make sure you check out that video so you can get an idea of who Phil is. But Phil, thanks for uh, joining the conversation tonight, man, for this uh, Town Square Roundtable. I appreciate you joining, man. How's everything going with you today? It's going good, man. Uh, I think that's pretty fitting, having National Popcorn Day right before this <laughs> inauguration in particular. I think that is very fitting. Yeah, so much, so much so. I'm going to pull in Mr. Tommy P. Tommy P. and the Heartbreakers in the house. <laughs> from, from one half of consent to the government. He's like half of the cog. So I don't know if he's the, the, the co or the og. So. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Oh, not too much, man. Not too much. Just been a, been a little bit on edge and just uh, waiting to see what happens over the next couple of days here. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, uh, and again, I appreciate you accepting the invitation because I think that this conversation is going to be uh, an important one considering everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. Use logic with our discussion. We're not going to be speculating and throwing out any fear porn anyone. So No, no, none of that. If you're, here for the fear porn, if you're here for the Simon Parks, Charlie Ward fear porn, then uh, this is not the place that you want to be. No. Speaking, no. Of, speaking of fear porn... <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that said it in the intro. No, we don't have an issue with YouTube because they they've been killing me with this stuff, man. They're gonna throw up a copyright. Oh, I was I was hoping I could get, I was hoping I could go through my uh my whole little how's it going with a little background music from Metallica, but yeah, yeah. Four baby. Four um, how goes it, Mr. Eric? Um, I, I'm feeling a lot like Tommy. I'm very anxious about what's going to happen, but uh, luckily enough, I've been blessed with the ability to stay busy. So um, that, that's the one thing, you know, idle hands and all that right. rubbish. So, but right. see y'all and, uh, and Modern Guru, it's a pleasure to meet you. And yeah, I'm really happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having cool. me. Oh, yeah, let's get it on. Let me go. We're gonna keep it, try to keep it civilized, not talk over each other as much as possible. Um, I do want to remind people if you would like to contribute and tip to the channel, I do have information down below. You can see it scrolling down below as well in the video description. My PayPal, Cash App, and crypto addresses, and also you can support me become by becoming a patron. Um, not only do I have the Max Kaiser interview coming up tomorrow at 2 p.m. live. But I'm going to be interviewing Andreas Antonopoulos this coming Thursday. Um, everything's scheduled, so everything permitting. I'll be interviewing Andreas Thursday, and that'll go up immediately on Patreon. So patrons will have immediate access to um, that video. It's like part of the early access. So consider becoming a patron. I want to real quick highlight everybody who's in our stream right now. We have Shauna Lyons who's joining us. Thank you for joining us from Florida, Shauna. Casey Rose, uh, Stranger Than Fiction 2020, very cool name. Tom, Tom is in the house. I don't think it's uh, Tommy P, but Tom is in the house. Follow the money. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Max Frost, Tara Bespence. We have Kat Peterson. Kat, thanks for tuning in. Shannon Legro, uh, Yvette Shinebright, Robert 
Edward Lee. Um, or abundant. That's an interesting one. Sometimes trying to pronounce these names is uh, just a little bit of a challenge. Falcon Hoof, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everybody for joining us. We're going to be talking pretty much about, for the most part, everything surrounding what's going on with the election, the speculation, the factual information that we can share, and our thoughts on that. And then at the end, we'll obviously give every everybody a chance to kind of do their final thoughts, not only on the conversation, but anything that anyone would like to add to the conversation. Um, we're definitely going to have alien alien fear porn that's that will get in the program. <laughs> just just uh, so if you have children around, alien. That, that's not my expertise, so you guys can handle that. <laughs> that's Eric's because when I said speaking of fear porn. <laughs> You know, Thanks for joining us, Gary Lake and Pepe, Sylvia. <laughs> All right. Um, so tentacles, hey, tentacles are sexy, right? Let me ask you, I want to ask you guys this question. We'll go around in a circle and we'll go reverse order coming in. So we'll go with Eric, then Tom, and then uh, Phil. So, and also, I'm going to, um, let me do this real quick while I'm thinking about it, because this is the beginning of the videos, why everybody's here, and I want to make sure people know about this. So, make sure that everybody is subscribing. Can you guys see this? Okay, cool. Make sure everybody is subscribed to Consent of the Governed. Uh, we need to get these subscriber numbers up. Uh, we definitely got them up from the last episode, but make sure you're going over and checking out Eric and Tom's show, Consent of the Governed. Links are down below. And also, speaking of that, I'm going to do one more screen share because we have another YouTube channel to share, and I encourage everybody to make sure you guys are going over and checking out Phil's channel, Modern Guru. So let's get the subscriber number up for them, for him as well, and uh, Cog. So you can see the videos that me and Phil did together. It's on my channel and on his channel as well. So make sure you're checking that out just to get that out the way. But please make sure you guys are checking out these guys' channel. They're putting out great information. And I invite them on the show for a specific reason. So definitely support what they do. Uh, apparently, Robert Edward Lee <clears throat> just signed up. He just subscribed. I got a notification. Thanks, man. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> shout, shout out to Freedom being in the house. I love Freedom. Freedom is what we're all about because we are the four horsemen of freedom. Don't, don't, don't make me play it again. We get six <laughs> seconds free. Six seconds free. <laughs> okay. So um, the first question that I want to ask you guys is, and you can, let's not make it a big, long thing, but on Tuesday or on Wednesday, the 20th, we're supposed to have the inauguration of Joe Biden. Do you think that Joe Biden is going to go through the and come out president and start his term on the 21st? Uh, Eric, your thoughts? Um, president of what country? <laughs> I mean, it's debatable, right? So there could be a an entirely separate um corporation that could have been bankrupt and a new one started and joe biden could be president of that and the news could say that he's your president the other one could be what you know trump may or may not have signed in the insurrection act and it could be that you know separate thing so um at, at this point i mean it's anybody's guess and i think it's you know whether or not you're on either side it, 
it could be either, right? I, I'm not. I mean, it could be a. a so, I mean, you're, 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 at the, you're at the potential idea we could end up with potentially two presidents for the interim. I think we could see two presidents until March fourth. You know, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up looking like Independence Day at the Washington Monument. Who the fuck knows at this point? I, all I know is that I have a lot of um, questions like, why do you need 26,000 troops in D.C.? A lot of people have been asking that same question. So um, there's a lot of things that lead me to believe. Too, speaking of. Okay. Yeah. So, Tommy, your thoughts. <clears throat> My thoughts, man, is that... Um, and I don't want to give out any sort of misinformation because that's all that I've been seeing out there lately. And it's really been pissing me off, you know, uh, um, just seeing a lot of like people just really start to jump into this and see it. And, and, you know, some of these bigger influencers are coming out, you know, and just throwing out these erroneous claims, man. Like your Simon Parks and your Charlie Ward. And yeah, those kind exactly. Of and it's like right now you do not need that. You do not need misinformation. So uh, to tell you the truth, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, in my opinion, it, it's possibly either, you know, uh, a military intervention and then possible mili military tribunals. But I don't know at this point, man. I really don't. And I'm not going to tell anybody that I do. And I mean, I just, you know, we we have pretty much all been looking at the same channels and the same uh, uh I'm not going to call them echo chambers, but just like, you know, social media platforms and whatnot. And we know what's BS and what's, you know, that that's whitehouse.gov. So that's legit, you know? So, so we, we have a lot of clues and we have a lot of, a lot of confusion on both sides, lots of misinformation on both sides. Um, and it's all, it, it seems as of right now that this is some sort of like, you know, technological war on people's brains and uh so i'm i'm not sure i'm you know but i i think it's either going to be and and this is the problem too you you know when you start looking at the effect if there is a biden inauguration how long is that guy gonna last man i mean old man biden is not doing so hot and and, and so you have to look at what's going to happen there and then what about you know impeachment going forward where you actually have proof on this and where now you cannot not only go after a president, but now you can go after, you know, the administration because of illegal activities. So there's a lot of question on what could actually happen here. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And um, I appreciate you being you know, transparent with not really being sure because it's, um, yeah. Philip, modern guru. Um, I'm just going to be straightforward and honest. It may not be what people want to hear, but I think Biden's the next president. Uh, didn't want that to happen personally. Um, I think that everything that we've seen going on in the last three, four months has been uh, the empire striking back and letting us know who's in charge. And that's why they need 30,000 troops, black attack helicopters, tanks, 50 caliber machine guns mounted on the back of trucks um, to protect their corporate empire that was sort of lifted from them in uh, 2016. So, Great. Well, okay. I mean, what I can say with that, you know, I mean, from a logical standpoint, if you don't look into, um, if you're not really a, an open-minded person and you're not 
looking at another perspective and you're just following the mainstream news and the narrative that's being put out because of all the all the censorship we know that there's a narrative that's being pushed um when you think of all that and then the fact that they say biden won the election the electoral college has said he won the election um as of now unless something else happens and i said this to eric privately unless something else was to take place between now and then and we're in the final hours <laughs> so if it doesn't then yeah um, biden is technically going to be the next president of the united states of america um now again why why is there over twenty thousand troops that's uh to me a really good question I'm, and i'm also trying to do a little bit of a screen share what are you saying phil 30,000 yeah i think they're 30 now yep up to 30 yeah, thirty thousand troops to protect the uh, inauguration, and then yeah. two thousand were. Uh, what the what the heck was that? They were. Oh shit! The oldest uh, militia in the nation. Uh, hold on, two thousand were. Okay, so, oh, there we are. We're live, and um, so I wanted to highlight a few things because I I made sure I shared these things for this particular reason so that I can pull it all up on here. Speaking of censorship, Gab has been, um, I don't know if they're having server issues or they've been taken down, but they if you go to the, great. if you go to Wikipedia, if you go to Wikipedia on Gab, this is what it says. Basically it's for neo-Nazis, white supremacists, white nationalists and all right. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but what I wanted to show people, and oh, and also shout out to the one of the renegades of funk, Mr. Martin Luther King Jr. Rest in Absolutely. peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely got to show some respect on that. I mean, unfortunately, with everything going on, it seems like people aren't really thinking about it. It's not really um, being celebrated the way it would be normally. Now, this, um, I asked Eric his thoughts and... Yes. And and we'll kind of go on this in a minute, but this is the next thing that I wanted to highlight because I felt this was very, very, very interesting. And this happened this morning at nine o'clock this morning. This was posted saying that Chief Lamont Ruffin from D.C. District Court swears in 2000 National Guard troops as special duty U.S. Marshals prior to the upcoming presidential inauguration. And you can go to the website. It's got like a video videos and more pictures like this showing the swearing in and stuff what are your guys thoughts on this and i guess we'll we'll go with uh tommy phil and then eric well, that's a, excuse me i was going to bring that up too I, I i find just the the overwhelming amount of you know military presence out there is really it, it's it's odd and you know who sent it out that was actually from the U.S. Marshals Twitter. No, no, but um, just just even more though than than that. Like I know I saw that today, but like who sent out all these troops? Who ordered all of the twenty six thousand troops out to DC? Okay. Great question. What I what I can say, what I can say without identifying anyone is I do know somebody, and I nothing can be mentioned about this. So just keep it chill um, on our end, Eric. But. We know somebody who's in D.C., and um, what he's telling me is basically they're there to support the Capitol Police, and they're not really given any other orders. Uh, I'm asking him, do they have, like, contingency plans and things like that? He's saying, you know, 
I'm just, I just take orders, you know? So he, he doesn't even really know what's going on. I sent pictures today asking, you know, what's this, what's going on? Cause I saw some videos about a potential fire or evacuation of the Senate building. And then I seen pictures of like fires underneath bridges that were creating smoke. And I sent Eric the pictures. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's, and so I asked Eric why, and uh, and then I'm asking this guy why, and it's just, and why is it National Guard and not any sort of technical military? They got Air Guard and National Guard. So you can go on the WhiteHouse.gov website from last week. It was a release that Trump made, and it was FEMA through FEMA. This mm-hmm. is what this is all. This is right. All it's, this is the one guy. The one guy stepping down. I can't remember the position. It and wasn't. Then, well, there was a guy that stepped down, and then one of the the main guy behind FEMA stepped up as like state director. What is it, Eric? That he stepped. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about it last time. Yeah, he's got a really funky last name, and I wish I pulled it up. Um, caught me off guard. Couldn't do my homework. Um, get okay. to me. Get to me at the end of it, and I could probably find Chad Wolf. Chad Wolf resigns because he said that basically he had no power or authority. And so he stepped down, and then the FEMA administrator, Pete Gaynor, took over. But what what was he um, – what, what position was he, Chad Wolf? Chad Wolf is resigning as the acting security of Homeland Security. So now you have the guy in charge uh, – the, the, the director as the head of Homeland Security now. So that should probably raise even more questions than it answers, right? So, you end up, so I, I was going to say, so, so that being said, though, so knowing who sent the troops over, isn't that confusing as all hell? I mean, you know, that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's why I'm looking at the situation going like, why would he say he's going to be gone? And, and who's, technically, who's technically president right now? Who's the only person that could really technically call these orders? Yeah, but why would you do it? Why? <laughs> That's the golden question right now. So I, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then, yeah, sending out the what, 182nd Division too. And I mean, there's, there's, yeah, 30,000 troops out there. Everybody thumbs up. Somebody wants to, he's like, can I get a thumbs up from one of you guys so you can prove this is actually live? <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you're not going to thumbs up. Oh, you're, th- you're an ass, Phil. <laughs> Your your thoughts and opinions on what we just mentioned with the FEMA stuff, um, in addition to the U.S. Marshals situation. Um, Yeah, I mean, Trump stated in that document, it was released on the White House's uh, website, that this was in response to the violence at the Capitol on the 6th Mm -hmm. to protect... um, basically uh, private property, public property, and the protection of life, I believe are the words he used. So beyond that, I don't know. We can all speculate. Um, I hope, you know, you can hope for the best, but, you know, in my opinion, I just think this is the protection of the uh, the corporate class that just took well, What would you like to, in, in your wishful thinking, what would you like to see transpire without being the um, half, half glass empty kind of guy? I honestly would like to see them arrested for crimes of high treason against the United States, but I highly doubt that that's what's going to happen. Do you think the reverse could happen? The reverse? What do you mean? Meaning the uh, the people that were talking about possibly 
arresting people for treason themselves being arrested for treason? I don't think many of the, I mean, it's only going to be what, like Biden and some congressional people. Like there's no Trump people there are going to be. I know Ivanka said she wanted to attend, but I don't know if that was going to happen or not. Um, you certainly won't see Kushner there. No. So, well uh, said. <clears throat> I don't think Como's going to be there either. I wouldn't want him there either. <laughs> like I, thought, Derek, I don't know who's going to be attending when it comes to like. W- once again, sorry to interrupt. I'm just this. This is where all the confusion happens too. Where it's like, you know, I've got my normal way of thinking at things, my mainstream media way of thinking, uh, uh, you know, about situations, and then my conspiracy. And every single one is going like, "What the fuck?" Like I have no idea. <laughs> you'd see, you'd see like the former and new president and some of their cabinet members and some of their important people all there together as a peaceful transition. This looks like it's going to be like nothing to do with anybody Trump related. So does that look like a peaceful transfer of power when you have thirty thousand troops, tanks, well, attack? Okay. I mean, basically, what that looks like to me is what I would call a failed state. But yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, and, Eric, you get a yeah. chance to go ahead and share your thoughts with the FEMA director stuff, which we talked about before, and then the U.S. Marshal stuff more specifically. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end with the U.S. Marshals, and I'm gonna start with the failed state stuff. Um, Obviously, nobody's heard anything about Joe Biden regaining his um, Pentagon um, intelligence, uh, uh, I guess, classification to start, even start his peaceful transition of power regarding intelligence. It got stripped away from him and it never got given back. Okay, so we can start there. That's questionable. I mean, at best. Right. So we're going to hand this guy the football and what he's not even wearing pads, you know, so let's, let's just, let's just start there. Right. I mean, it's speculation. Um, we can, we can start moving on from that point and work our way forward down the, uh, you know, through time and see what has happened. And you can actually see, um, 30,000 troops move in now. Right. And nobody knows who's actually at the helm. So then all of a sudden, Ezra Cohen-Watnick, which I like to put out there, he quoted a tweet today, five hours ago, from the uh, Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller. Uh, And I should, before I do that, I should say that early this morning, um, Biden put out that he will be demoting certain Secret Service members because he feels that they may be too, um, uh, I guess, they're too affiliated with Trump and they're too, too, you know, gravitated towards Trump's gravitas. They're going to be on Trump's side. So he's de- he's demoting people already. Um, and then all of a sudden I read this and it says, this is from Ezra Cohen Watnick, as is military or as is normal for military support to large security events, the department will vet National Guardsmen who are in Washington, D.C., while we have no intelligence indicating an insider threat, we are leaving no stone unturned in securing the Capitol. Uh, Secretary of Defense Chris Miller. Um, and then after that, obviously, you then have 2,000 uh, National Guardsmen 
end up, you know, signing on with the uh, U.S. Marshals. And in my opinion, the only reason why you make National Guardsmen sign on to U.S. Marshals is to give them at least some sort of jurisdiction when it comes to being able to not only arrest people, but also be able to show up in court and act accordingly in federal crimes and especially in military tribunals. Just speculation that that's what's going to do, but I, I do know that um, the um, the U.S. Marshals uh, were moved, in, as well as the United States C uh, Secret Service, was moved into the Department of uh, Homeland Security uh, as of 2018. So it's it's interesting. I didn't realize I was muted. Has anybody seen or heard this? Yes. Mm -hmm. All of you? Yes? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it was kind of like routine stuff, but did, going back through, I mean, are you gathering anything from this as to who sent the National Guard? Yes. General William Walker, the commanding general the District of Columbia National Guard Majors. Thank you for joining us this morning. Can you start out by saying what the current threat level is? Do you have what you need in place to counter it? Good morning, uh, sir. I do believe we have everything. Uh, if I could first say, um, happy holiday, Dr. Martin Luther King, and please allow me to say how proud I am of the almost 25,000 National Guardsmen who have come in from all 50 states and territories to help the Secret Service and the police department that with a peaceful transition of military power. Good morning, sir. Good morning. A peaceful transition of military power. Monarch brings the world's best crypto services and companies to one safe, easy to use place, the Monarch Wallet. One app, one login, everything crypto. Your money, your way. Learn more at monarchwallet.com. Peaceful transition of military power. That's what he said, right? Yep. What does that mean? It doesn't sound like a peaceful transition of administrative administration. What he's trying to say is that the transfer of power between commander and chiefs. I mean, that's what he means by military power. That's that's questionable because commander in chief only means so much given any certain you know time frame. Tell it again, just real quick. Transition of military power. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you for that, sir. So, so, so the question was with a peaceful transition of military power. Good morning, sir. Good morning. With a peaceful transition of military power. I mean, it's possible that it's 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 just meaning like changing commander in chief. I can see that. Um, I'm not saying that that is the case, but you know, definitely looking at this from an open-minded perspective. I I don't I wasn't reading into it that much, um, but saying is they're there to support the secret service and the capitol police who would order that eric i think you have um three different options right so trump has never once said there's going to be a transition of power from him to the biden administration no he just um, said a peaceful transition is all he said of power right um, peaceful so transition of administrations Right. So is it going to mention Biden's name specifically? Right. Is it going to Pompeo? Is it going to Chris Miller? Who's it going to? Right. Because 
if this guy is coming on live TV and saying a peaceful transition of military power, is he talking about just who's running the military? Or is he talking about like what you guys are saying? Commander in chief doesn't mean that they're the commander in chief of the military. In any given day, the, the normal circumstances, the president is only in charge of the Marines, and that's about it. Um, other than that, it has to go through the Pentagon. So the Army, the Navy, the Air Force is all going through the Pentagon and various certain you know. Um, uh, hierarchies of power uh, due to the fact that Trump has been under a national emergency signed by all 50 states that are all under a state of emergency that makes him in charge of every facet of military. So go ahead. Go ahead I, I would add one thing to that. I was trying to think of different references going back and that could be, maybe you're right about that in one instance where they were lying to him about the troop counts in Afghanistan where he literally had Pentagon officials lying to him. Yeah, so he wouldn't pull troops out of there when he well, probably he, really would. Yeah. yeah, but then he just cleaned, he just cleaned out all of the um, you know Henry Kissinger and everybody else out of the Pentagon, right? So there's also that. Now all of a sudden you're looking at did he actually take over the Pentagon? Did he actually take over all of the military? Did he take over all of this stuff? And we're going to see a transition of power not from Trump to Trump or from Trump to Biden, but Trump to military. It's a question because that's still on the table with that guy's speech. So Shannon says, uh, explain the razor wire and all the heavy metal fencing um, and uh, off to the state agencies and buildings. And then I've um, noticed and I've even asked, apparently this fence looks like it could have been installed, that it's in a way to design to keep people in the fence, not to keep people out of the fence so any speculation on that eric you're we got to get time a chance to talk to you because tom, <laughs> this tom's is gonna be, running this mouth man no that's all right man i'm stunned at the bone i took a big old hit before we get on today okay, <laughs> okay. Go, ahead. go ahead eric you can this speak is, for time then this is this is answer a question with a question so while we're all wondering what that fence is all about and how many troops are in uh washington dc and that's all there is on mainstream media um, we should probably start looking at all of the other cities um, that are really hard to control and figure out why there's so many troops there. Why are we so focused on that? And why would you have the narrative you do in mainstream media and not mention all of the troops that are sitting in Wisconsin at the, um, at, um, at the you know, uh, the capital there or sitting in, in, in North Carolina at the capital there. Is it in various capitals that there's people gathering? All 50. All 50, All 50. But they're only talking about Washington, D.C. as if we're worried about Trump supporters coming in and busting that open again. That's the original idea why are they neglecting to think about all of the trump supporters breaking into michigan or breaking into phoenix or breaking into anywhere else just a question just keep it on your mind while you're thinking well, this, about all this. this kind of this henry bob swillikers this kind of kind of goes in what uh phil's been saying though but the total corrupt and lawless government has to protect itself from their own script to finish and complete totalitarian totalitarian control of the people and i mean that's questionable Kind of in a way, the whole empire strikes back and, you know, just flexing. And I want to comment on, on that for that uh, question or suggestion, but I want to let Tom talk, though. So. 
Oh no, go for it, man. You can totally comment on that. Tom said he got high before he we were streaming, so he he doesn't mind. He doesn't no, mind being more of a listener today. Is what he's saying. I'm gonna know where everyone's at. To respond to the gentleman that you just highlighted there, our government no longer works. Okay, it's a failed state. What you're seeing right now is ceremony stage you know, stage acting, that's what they're good for now. It's all this um, arbitrary nonsense that they, uh, you know, pass on to the masses uh, in explaining it. Like, and you have, a, you know, you, Chris, if you watch your video when you were in D.C., all those people, peaceful, loving, yeah. totally awesome people, right? And then I watch videos of other people, not just yours. It's all the same stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's what I said. If you, those people were not there to attack, none of us were there. I wasn't even there in support of Trump, but you're right. And and in that video, too, ironically, while the breach was happening, people are out there singing Christian hymns. Yeah. And, and what I'm trying to say is, is well, how have they explained this incident since the 6th? Every day, it's the same barrage of the same bullshit. I mean, it's white nationalist, uh, you know, and it was like, MAGA idiots and Antifa idiots. Supposedly now, they caught a couple of them in there that did this act. But they're using that to portray everybody as these wild, crazy circus clowns that want to take over the United States government, which is the farthest thing from the truth. So what I'm trying to say is, is this production they're putting, the stages set with the helicopters, the tanks, the peppy guns, like as if we're under duress in this country and we're under the threat of these white nationalist crazy people who are going to take the government over. When they don't really address what the real problem is, all these people that have gone to the way left and to the way right who are totally unsatisfied with the government that they're getting from these people. And then they talk about how we're all violent. Do they not understand that the United States was a, it was beget from a violent insurrection against the crown? Do they forget all the violence that they do across this planet, drone bombing people, 127 wars and for skirmishes since its inception? I mean, it's it's this is all stage theater. It's a ceremony. That's all they're good at now. It's TMZ. And, and in my opinion, oh, hold on um, one second. Let me just say something yourself. Oh shit! shit. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, well, that's why it's so confusing, you know, because we know who sent the uh, the uh, national guard out there. You know, we see these people getting sworn in. Uh, Lord only knows who else is out there. I mean, you know, the, it, when it when it comes to optics like that, you know, what the what you are able to see is obviously not the truth. Um, why would they, I mean? I I understand Phil's perspective of where to push that, you know, ultimate fear mongering, and what's what a better way to do it than than they, you know, look at how divided we are, and how much we have to worry about security. That, you know, how they they introduced a bill today. I think I saw they're they're, they're trying to uh, about building a permanent wall around the around the White House. Um, uh, been around the ca uh, state capitol, um, and the 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 problem is, man, I I just I just don't know what to believe. Like Biden didn't bring those people in, Trump did. Why would why would Trump bring those people in? So you know, those, those, those I, I not, not necessarily soldiers, but soldiers, National Guard. Um, 
you know, if and and him not even going to be in there and really not that worried. I mean, when you when you honestly see all the facts that surrounded the January sixth uh, situation at the state capitol, uh, it was so it, it was such a show, an absolute show. I mean, anybody with a cell phone that threw anything out on the internet was like. What the f? I, I mean, I, I I was watching some of the video where that uh, that Babbitt girl got shot when she was trying to to get in there. There was nothing but uh, uh, state police behind her with 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 ARs. Like it was just it was weird. I'm like, what in the hell? Well, why are they back behind her? She's getting in, and then she gets shot by some dude with a face mask coming around the corner here, like you know. And then seeing what you know. Uh, uh, Conan the Barbarian there, uh, you know, running into the, the uh, oh, was it the Senate? Uh, what, what, no, what? They, they, they took the Congress. Yeah, they took the House. Or to the House? Yeah. Um, running into that particular room, and the cop came in and was like, oh, man, if I could just, you know, you guys cool? Could I ask, you know, ask you to leave? And he's like, yeah. It was like, Really? This nothing really added up, and nothing really happened besides that gal being shot, and I guess somebody was pushed off something, and somebody got hit in the head with something. I don't know, man. There were a lot of people there. I mean, more shit happens at a Pantera concert, you know. <laughs> I think like, you know, more people die. I actually thought about that. The mosh pit is definitely a little bit more was a little bit more violent than um, deep sea. And then all well, the video and photos that you saw as well were were, were just so uh, uh, it was it was kind of like a, a Biden uh, presidential rally, you know. There was like eight people in the in the photos, and they're like hanging out like in line, you know, following the rules. It was it was just really weird. Did you guys hear about this at all? Yes. Hmm. Where the police are investigating whether lawmakers gave rioters a tour of the Capitol before the siege. Um, the Capitol Police are looking into whether members of Congress inappropriately gave visitors access to the Capitol ahead of last week's assault. Vice President Mike Pence called President-elect Kamala Harris to offer assistance, and it goes through all this different stuff. But there is video footage out that talks about whether or not there. I mean, there was a tour that took place. Whether or not it was. Democrat led. Uh, it, it looks kind of very, very interesting considering that some of the people Ooh. involved in this um, were apparently arrested and are being identified as Antifa. Yeah, and the, the sev- there were 17 Capitol Police that either were fired or reprimanded for letting people in, which is the comment that Shannon had on the side there. Mm-hmm. They were involved in it. They were. That's where you saw those videos of the Capitol Police removing the horses and, you know, waving them in. Those guys were arrested. So, yeah, it's just and, a lot of a lot of shit surrounding all this stuff. You know, it's just so much. It was, it's, it's one giant circus, bro. It's a gong show. This is one hell of a stage production. I mean, the the, the freaking Hollywood couldn't do better than this. This is Nancy yeah. Pelosi's stage to act now. And and what have you seen that has been the growing trend of the last four years? Has been one department against another. Even though we have like 17, 18 different intelligence departments, they're all fighting each other. Um, in this in this one article, 
um, they talked not only about Capitol Police, but they started to mention Secret Service. And I was trying to read it as you went there because I haven't seen that article yet. But I saw a little snippet of it. And every single one of those people, including Nancy Pelosi, have a Secret Service detail. Um, where were they? I mean, where, where are all these people? Like, who's, who's assigning... You know, I mean, every time that um, it's uh, what the hell's the word custody, right? So there's a chain of custody of not just people, but paperwork. There's a chain of custody when you enter a certain building, somebody else has that jurisdiction. So we're talking about the National Guard, and now with a national emergency, people have different jurisdictions, and then 2,000 people are being. Uh, deputized under more, you know, uh, U.S. Marshals. That's all that is is a dance around jurisdiction. So, if all of a sudden all of these people are getting um, fired from Capitol Police, is there a jurisdictional matter there? I mean, what what what's the actual matter? Why why is there no Secret Service backing up all of these people that should be representing us hiding under their chairs? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's just it's it's. All of it leads like every time I think I think I'm getting an answer, I'm getting more questions, and um, the the narrative doesn't make sense. Um, none of this makes sense. And every time I've ever been in this position, the number one thing I can do is say counter trade the news. Whatever the news is saying, just understand that, that that's not it. So you know, it would be really funny. Not funny, but if because uh, I, I don't know, my brain just it just kind of like snapped in here that the word inauguration and insurrection, it'd be kind of crazy if January 20th becomes known as insurrection day mm. <laughs> instead of inauguration day. I don't know how, if, if, you know, that. If, I think, I, I think, think we should start a metal band called, uh, insurrection day. Yeah. <laughs> Insurrectional <Insurrection>. inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm very interested to see. Obviously, not what happens in the next two days, um, but how how the world goes on dealing with like the world's just going to keep on spinning, right? Um, and we could end up pushing the goalposts to March fourth, or you know, um, anybody on the other side, globalists, could just keep pushing their goalposts. And the funny thing is, is that the only thing that's holding those goalposts up, the only footers that are holding those poles up are the people, are us. If we just ignored them and stopped paying taxes, all of this would have been done. (laughs) We'd have have already won this battle, but I mean, we still give all of our attention to the news and we give our attention to, 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 you know, yeah. And I mean, we're sitting here by, I mean, this is some serious stuff. I mean, people are getting a little bit of a history lesson into U.S. history. They're getting a history lesson into the Constitution, into how politics actually work. Uh, Civics. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, so today, I haven't even told you this yet, Eric. Um, what do you got? Um, I was message, messaging Miss V. Oh, shit. And uh, see this. Are you ready for du- dual reality soon? Fuck, and, called it. <laughs> and I said, uh, elaborate. I said, are we talking Trump versus Biden, 3D versus 5D, ET versus humans, baby Jesus versus baby Lucifer? <laughs> and she says, two presidents. 
And I, I asked, uh, do you think that Biden will be arrested? And um, her response was just basically a buffer between, let's see how um, Kamala's swearing goes in tomorrow. And I asked you that. Does the vice president swear in the day before? Or does the vice president swear in the same day, but prior to the president being sworn in? Traditionally... The vote has to be pro- the vote has to be proven to be accepted. Arrest already done, just to be completed. I don't know. Don't uh, the vice president swear in on the Senate floor? A couple days. Yes. Later? Yes. I was just gonna say I'm that. Hundred percent on that. So don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure I remember them swearing in on the Senate floor. I don't know. Yep. No, you're right, because they actually confirm the entire inauguration and do all of that stuff, because normally you're met with conceding, right? So they concedes, the, the, they just hammer it all out there at the inauguration. Kamala Harris signing in is going to be kind of like how the dance starts. Oh. Is what, is what, is what she's relaying, so... Um, Oh, so they're gonna try and they're gonna try and square her in early. It sets the stage. She's saying that Kamala is supposed to be sworn in tomorrow. That's why I texted you earlier asking you when the vice president was being sworn in. I forgot to go back and look at it because I've been on she officially resigned her today. She did. She did. And then you see that uh, uh, message from uh, Pelosi. Was it? What alphabet agency was that too? I can't remember. About Michael Ellis, like uh, uh, Trump appointing Michael Ellis to the head of the department, and she was like, "Don't do it. You can't let him do this." Ooh. What are your thoughts, Phil? I didn't see that. I can't remember what agency it was. It wasn't FBI. It was it was something else. And she, I mean, this was like a letter of desperation, and it was like, "You need to, you know, put the kibosh on this." So I, there, there might be something there. I, once again, I just want to throw this out there again too. There's so much that can happen in the future. Whatever happens, if if there ever is a legit, legitimate or illegitimate Biden administration or inauguration. I mean, do you guys tell me if I'm right or wrong? This is my perspective. Me moving forward. That's all we have is our perspective, man. Right. I, I, I like I said at the start of the show. I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I can only guess, right? Uh, we none of us know that are sitting here anyways mm-hmm. so we, we do our best to just think through process all the information come up with the, the conclusions that we can what i will say is though if if biden does take over and this is just a normal well i don't know if you call this normal <laughs> it's a transition of power technically the way it's supposed to happen um we need to all figure out a way to unite and start going after corporate America. Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired. I'm very tired of being ruled over by the plutocracy and the billionaire classes. I'm done with it. So, and that, plutocracy, plutocracy turns me on just saying plutocracy. It's such yeah, a. There you go. But what, what, what has to happen is we need to find a way for us to unite. Pre-Search, the next generation decentralized search engine that is powered by the community. Get paid when you search and earn pre-PRE crypto tokens and control your data. Learn more at presearch.io. 
P-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H dot I-O. With the people that are in the middle, with the people that are on the, you know, the right and the left, not the fringe psychopaths with no empathy. I'm not talking about the sociopaths. I'm talking about everyday average Americans need to find a way to unite over the things that we can commonly agree on and stop with all the other bullshit. Because this is never going to end. We are going to live under a corporate plutocracy in our children and their children until this place is nuked for the rest of our lives. And I don't want to be in that. I, don't, I really don't. So. Me neither, man. Well, I mean, I see No more races. None of that bullshit. Let's right. go on economics. Let's all agree on economics. And let's go after the corporations. Um, I did just get a text, too, from from so-and-so saying that the vote has to be counted for the fraud to be concluded. Expect some charges that are crazy until February 20th. Um, I'd imagine that was probably by somebody. The same person I was mentioning. Yeah. Okay. That's what you I know, figured. And I would say that at this point, anything is possible. And I think uh, we were talking earlier, you make the people believe the unbelievable. Uh, you know, they never think a, a pandemic would ever roll over and disrupt their lives in such a major way in this day and age. And it did. And, and that just completely threw them out of whack. And they're like, well, where are the fucking aliens, man? You know, I mean, like, what are we waiting for? Like, I'm ready for anything. So I think you can expect the unexpected. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that right there is like the one thing I think that we know for sure is that we can definitely expect the unexpected. <laughs> I have no clue. As, <laughs> as, I, as I said in the intro, I mean, I would I would not be surprised if we saw an Independence Day alien nuke the Washington Monument. Wouldn't surprise me if that's the reason why there's a fence up around. <laughs> I'd be sitting there going like, oh, shit, I'm glad I'm not there. You know? <laughs> um, but this 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 entire thing. Hold on. <coughs> I got I got this new pen. It's genius. This thing is awesome. Um, anyway. I want to highlight this real quick. Um, I yeah. am looking, I am looking into American States Assembly. I am possibly gonna go through the paperwork process um and help support the cause. I'm not sure what my involvement will be and a hundred percent if I'm going to be going through this. If I do, I'm also gonna be going down a couple other paths as well. I'm basically going to be um, just uh, covering myself and as covering my ass in as many different ways that I possibly can, looking into the American passport idea, um, also looking into the American States Assembly by changing my status to um, either a state national or state citizen. So I uh, appreciate you uh, saying that, Freedom. And I definitely would encourage people to do their own research when it comes to this stuff. Um, don't do something because I'm doing it. I've been hesitant to even mention it because of that. But, yeah. I like that flag. That flag is uh, supposed to be our civilian flag. You know, our flag. peace flag. Our peace flag. And yeah. I would like to see this be... That's what we're supposed to be flying right now. Right. It should yeah. be flown. And I'd like to see it be flown again. Yep. And... Um, just to reiterate, what, what's that? I'm flying this one. You're flying. That, that, that's your flag? My fucking Patriot Stormtrooper, bro. It's time. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the Empire Four right there. Hey, just, just, Phil, that's the Empire right there. 
that big American flag with the stormtrooper, that's the Empire. The other one is Luke waving a banner on a lightsaber that is the peace flag. That's the rebels, man. That's the one. If you that's put that like flag in that, in that stormtrooper outfit, it would yeah. be a lot better because your stormtrooper has the... No, no stormtroopers. No stormtroopers. Luke, the rest of the cats. Yeah. Well, at one point, man, the... the this clone, is what they're trying the to make. The army was, was for the... Um, was for the, like the good guys at the time. Was a, they weren't. They were the Republic. Well, that would be the that would be the thirteen stars in a circle with the thirteen stripes. <laughs> I've got at the most in me about twenty minutes, which I'm good with that. And we're going to give everybody a couple minutes to do final thoughts. Is there anything that anybody wants to mention, uh, highlight, or bring up that we haven't talked about in regards to what's happening with? Trump, Biden, inauguration, speculation, and facts that we know. Get your popcorn. <laughs> Truth. Um, popcorn day. Come on. It's National Popcorn Day. You're going to need vodka, whatever it is. Just get whatever you need to get through this day. Yep. And um, this isn't going to be over on the 20th. For everybody that's that's sitting there going like, oh, as soon as the twentieth, I'll know if Biden's elected, I'll riot. If if Trump, you know, takes everything over with the military, I'll riot. It ain't gonna happen like that. Um, this, when Trump was elected, what happened with Obama running around the entire world acting as a second president? That's all he did. Um, it was two different presidencies. We had two different diplomacies around the world. And what's going to end up happening is pretty much the same, in my opinion. The only difference is, is it's going to appear like, Binder, uh, like Biden has been doing it for, you know, three months, probably into March. And then all of a sudden, the plug is going to get pulled um, and you're going to see something else. And the Bro, whole time that, what's that? He was going no, around the world to get five hundred thousand dollars a pop on a speech. Who? Obama. Oh no! If you look into the Iran deal, um, yeah, he was he was doing a lot more than that. He was he was cleaning up a lot of the uh, Hillary Clinton mess. Oh, That's okay. The, I think that's what he was doing. Yeah, he was he was he was basically trying to say, hey, 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 we're we're still in this, even though Trump got elected. We'll just, you know, do this. That's why that's why Obama followed. If you look at where Trump went and spoke, especially in the first year and a half when he was dealing with Saudi Arabia a lot, just go and watch who in the Obama administration would follow Trump around one after the other. And just just take a look at that trend. And I mean, you'll see a lot. I mean, the other thing, my opinion, way out there, if you really want to get into the alien shit. Go look and figure out why John Kerry went to uh, Antarctica the day Trump was elected, and the day after. Well, there. Why? why did he go? Why would Why would the sitting Secretary of State? Why would the city? That's like that's like a, a lot of religious leaders went and stuff. Yeah, people definitely no. need to look into Antarctica. We can have an Antarctica episode. Someday. Well, well, that would be like that would all of a sudden be like uh, Secretary of State Pompeo taking a trip to the moon. Like what the hell? You know, I mean, in this in this four years, it's been so crazy. The equivalency of watching John Kerry go to Antarctica would be Pompeo going to the moon right now. So just understand that that a lot of things have to happen. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if there was something 
I'm not saying there is this gigantic plan, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was a plan to show a secondary presidency. And that that's what I was saying at the beginning of this and, and before. We're going to see two presidencies for sure because we're going to see two, maybe even three jurisdictions. And I know one of the constitutions was already squashed. We talked about this on our podcast with, with Rice last week. Um, that's just how it is. We have all of these compacts and contracts with all of these different states and diplomacy. And now Space Force is doing diplomacy intergalactically. We have to think about all of these things. And I think that's already been thought about. And again, grab your popcorn. Phil, thank you. <laughs> grab the popcorn, watch the show because... Wasn't, um, wasn't John Kerry the guy <clears throat> that when he ran for president to show all of us middle class and lower class people, the, the, the cattle, that he was a regular guy. Didn't he like go like kite surfing? Mm. Filmed him like kite surfing so he could show that he wasn't. Uh, yeah. I, was pretty, I remember that when I was a little kid. I was dying. He's also a really, he's really a regular guy because the news also let everything go about his wedding and marriage to a uh, Iranian princess. Wasn't he married to the Heinz lady? The Heinz ketchup? No. Well, Go go and look up who his wife is. He's married into the Iranian families. He is out. like straight up Iranian. Yeah. Immediate family, Iranian ties. Well, what I do know is his son was partying. Uh, yeah, part yeah, yeah, I think I think his son is part of the Heinz. But he I'm pretty sure he's married to an Iranian fucking. No, he's married to Teresa Hines. She's the one that hey, owns him? Which, which one of these assholes in the John Kerry family are married to an Iranian princess? I know could that. Be a son. It, it could be a son. It's an immediate family member, whether it's uh, um, uh, in-law of some sort, married straight into the Iranian. That's one of the reasons why you saw the Iran deal, $750 billion cash and pallets, go straight to Iran. Well, he was cashing in on the Ukraine, and he was using his son just like Joe was with Burisma. They were mm -hmm. both on that board. I would, I would not doubt it. Yeah, one of those assholes is there handling mm -hmm. that business. But at least, at least I'll admit this: at least his son had business experience, even if it wasn't in the energy realm. That, mm -hmm. You know, Hunter was just a crackhead that got hooked up. <clears throat> so we know. I mean, so we know. much. <laughs> so we know. I mean, we we. You know what the best thing about smoking crack is, Sully? Uh, your next bag of crack. Yeah, smoking more crack. <laughs> more crack. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that uh, that that all of these fools have done their shit. But the one thing that I've always done for the last twenty years is always ask questions of the government. And you made a very interesting statement, Phil, when you talked about Kushner that you wouldn't trust Kushner. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. And he's skinny as shit. He's a neocon, dude. He's Mossad. His dad was too. They were mobsters in New York. I mean, so, that's how I met him. So, so, what do you trust this administration, whether it be the one that we're going to have for two days, more than you trust the Biden administration? I would have said yes prior to Trump putting in Bolton. When he put Bolton in, I knew it was over. The war criminal Busher. Well, I mean, the one thing, but this is the thing I can take away well, from the Trump presidency. I mean, this is what I can take away from the Trump presidency. 
He brought back 500,000 jobs. Um, he didn't start us another war somewhere. He got some troops out. Um, he fought China a little bit, but that's all going to be rescinded now with Biden coming in. So was it a, and he built what, 17 miles of wall that's finished? I mean, ultimately, bro, everybody thinks that like, if you get elected president, you're like a dictator, you're all powerful. You're not. I mean, you have to work with a bunch of corporate assholes, scumbags, plants. Lawyers. Uh, fucking lawyers. Your own party that obstruct you and just about everything you do. Or do um, you? Or do you? I mean, he tried. So he knew after that first year that he wasn't getting anything done. He wasn't be able to govern whatsoever and start, until he started giving them things. Mm-hmm. So he fired Bannon, brought in Bolton, a couple of these other, you know, neocon scumbags that we dealt with when Bush, W, W Bush was. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> that, that, you, you, bag. you make a valid point. You make a ridiculously valid point. And um, in my opinion, I've, I've seen a lot of um, a lot of varying things that that scream to me louder than other things that he's done. Right. You only judge a, a person in politics by their policies. Right. The things they've written, the things they've signed, you know, follow the record, follow the money. And you pretty much can't go wrong. And on this one, I can actually say, like, holy crap, this dude has met i've said it i don't know how many times he's met adversity and crisis through um uh basically deconstricting or taking away all of these you know vices that would normally get put on us you know 9-11 happened we had the patriot act right everybody typically clamps down so when all of a sudden what's that I doubt this is really true, but I had to highlight. Did you hear they're giving away free bags of weed with the Wu flu shot? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. A line out, there's a line out the door, right? Now. Be RNA vaccine. <laughs> you have to be cracked now. It's just fucking a little bit of weed and some Netflix. We'll do an Antarctica show at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, no, this next couple of days, obviously, just kind of this needs to be our focus. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, um, I forgot where I was at. You guys, fucking sorry. No. What about all these executives? I mean, Tommy, Tommy, what do you think about this? Okay, like there's there's actually running campaigns, right? It's like me and you, if we went and ran for office, we campaign, we rile our base, we tell them the things they want to hear. But there's a difference between campaigning and then once you're elected, you actually have to govern. You have to deal with the, the quagmire that is Congress okay, and so all the lobbyists and all the corporations Tommy, that have more influence on our political system than you do. Tommy, you Eric, have to you guys, find a way to work. Since you, guys didn't, you, since you guys didn't listen to that show that me and Phil did, Phil can also talk about it now, but he's going to be apparently running for Congress, I believe, in his area. It's exploratory right now. District 14 in the state of Illinois against uh, Underwood in 2022. The yeah. problem I'm having is I'm there's no way I'm running as a Republican now. So what do I do? I got to find another party. And I so far, nope. I'm not picking what I've seen. And, and, and Phil, that's one thing I can definitely agree with you upon, man, is that uh, uh, the amount of, of, you know, we call them rhinos and, you know, just bad actors in general that are in uh, 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 in politics, man, how do you know who to trust? You really can't. You know, you bring people in, yeah, and people. Everybody are just, sells out. It seems. Oh, hey, yeah, man. In, in, in Illinois, what does your paperwork look like? What do you have to check that box as to run? 
Anything? Yeah. You have to yep. check it all yep. out now? What's that? You have to check that box now and then start running to do okay. all your stuff. Can you change you register? You run? Yeah. Can you register um, independent? And then, you know what? I'm not sure. I don't know the yeah. answer. Double check that stuff because that's the most important thing. You, the best thing you can anybody can do right now, never make it a decision in chaos. Just take all your options in and whatever gives you the best option in two days, do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just always consider your best option and whether or not it's a finality. Go ahead. I just wanted to say something about that is, is I think Sully's right to wait because I mean, look at it, man. We, you know, we've got a hundred million, you know, Americans probably at this point, 80 to a hundred million Americans. It could be anything. That, this is actually apparently that, legit. That, that people that are, that are true patriots that you know love America and they're probably going to start their own party and it's not going to matter anymore. Look at free cannabis activists in Washington D.C. are planning to offer a free bag of marijuana to the receiving vaccine to those receiving the vaccine for COVID nineteen. Hey, you know what? If that's your price, fuck, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, what about this question here that Kat's asking? She's asking, what do we know about impeaching on state levels? I absolutely know jack shit. The only way you can um, ever... Most states have to do recalls. Hmm. I'm pretty sure you have to do a recall. So like what they're doing in California right now, Gavin Newsom, they've got over a million signatures in the state to recall him as governor. I think that's the same way it works with state representatives too, but it has to be in your district. So once you, once you successfully recall, that ends his term? Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's ask there. the question, what does she mean by impeach? Impeach the president? Or recall your governor or a well, representative. On state, levels, on state levels, I'm assuming it would just be state positions, which would be like governors and mayors. And... Yeah, so so um, if, if she's talking about the actual word, we have to look at these things correctly. Impeach. To impeach a president is a certain process given the you know structure that is the Constitution of the United States. Every state constitution is different. Impeaching is completely different than recalling uh, a governor that was duly elected by the people, right? There's reformations. There's different things that 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 happen, right? So you have to you have to put up petitions in some states, or you just have to um, have three you know people in in state congress propose it, and then the people start voting on it. So. You have to look at your state. I don't know where you're from, but if you're talking about impeaching, it's completely different than recalling. And just understand the verbiage pertaining to that shit. But yes, you also have the convention of the states, which can actually recall a president and a vice president and a chamber at the same time. So, Which is based so, on Article 5 of the Constitution, and there is right. a convention of states that's right. been working on convening, and I think they need 37 states, and they've got 15 signed on at the time. So I am looking into convention of states as well as all these other things that I've interviewed people and talked about, like America State Assembly, Life Force, um, the Purple Thumb Club, that kind of stuff, the quantum grammar community. and Purple thumbs. The plethora, the plethora, the plethora of freedom groups that are divided like fuck. All right, so um, I guess what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and wind things down, give everybody a chance to do their final thoughts. And as said person does their final thoughts, I'm going to pull you off the stream.
if you guys can wait for me after we're done, uh, we can holler at each other for a quick second. But um, cool. we'll start off with uh, Phil, then we'll go with uh, Tommy, and then we'll go with Eric, and then I'll close this out. Um, I'll just close it out with, man, I mean, everybody that's listening right now, you know, the time for excuses and complaining is over. Okay, we're, that's not getting us anywhere. We actually have to be proactive and, um, you know, seriously engage and unify with people that we don't always agree with on the political litmus scale, if you will, or graph. Um, you're going to have to come together and you're going to have to unify on the things that actually matter, that affect your lives and affect us. And so we get good governance for what we're taxed for. Um, and at this point in time, we're basically both sides have been pitted against one another with arbitrary, nonsensical bullshit to throw lob grenades at each other and fight wars over the field of battle when we should be uniting together to going after the true people that have been screwing us for over a century now. And uh, I just think that everybody needs to start figuring out ways to unify. Stop fighting with each other on Facebook. Stop fighting with each other on Twitter. All you're doing is burying all of us in a deeper hole. Gotta find ways to unify. I love it, man. Well said. And, um, and again, I want to encourage people to make sure you're checking out Modern Guru's YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. I just shared it, and we have links down below. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe and check out the videos that we did together. Phil, I want to pull you out. Just wait for one second. I appreciate you joining the live stream, brother. Much love. Thanks, guys. Love you. Tommy P. Shit, man. I'm just... I think my, hey, man. my message to anybody out there right now is to just keep your cool, keep your calm, do whatever you can to relax. You know, uh, don't, don't believe the hype research, everything that you do, absolutely everything. And, uh, uh, uh yeah, I mean, right now is the time to just be calm and pay attention. But, but not just jump into every rabbit hole that you see. Yeah, no, you cannot jump into every rabbit hole you freaking see. That would be not so smart, would it? No. So Tommy is one half of Consent of the Government. Him and Eric have this awesome YouTube channel. It's a brand new channel. They just started it just a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, less than a month ago. Make sure you're heading over to their channel and subscribing to their channel. Show your support. Um, there is a video that we've, well, the one that we did, I did something with you guys. Yeah, that's not on my channel. That's this one that says Special Cog Live. So I encourage people to make sure that they're checking that out because that is something where they interviewed me on their channel. It's only got 25 views, and I thought I promoted it, but we got to get those views up. So make sure everybody is checking out Consent to the Governed. Yes. Um, trying to get back to my screen here. So you done, Tommy? Yeah, I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm done, man. Stay, stay, uh, stay on. Um, you, and Phil's, Phil can hear. Just make sure you guys are like on standby in case some shit really goes down, and we just do some special live stream. Definitely, man. Definitely. All right, love All right. you, dude. All right, love you, man. Eric. <laughs> I think uh, Phil did a really good job of saying uh, one half what I would have said, and that is um, be be understanding. We're all in a weird spot, so be very understanding and don't just go get into flame wars on Facebook or Twitter and all that jazz. 
Um, the other thing is the other side of that coin. So the first part of that was be willing to bend. Um, the other part, especially right now, be willing to understand yourself so you know when you break. And that's going to be very important. You, everybody over the course of the last four or five months to four to five years, sometimes even two decades, um, has been put to the test. And they think that this is going to be the last test. It's not. It's not your last test. Anytime, anyway, whatever the case may be, when we come out of this, um, just have faith that you as a human and us as humans and um this idea of the spirit that is all of us, um, it's stronger than anything else. And we will get through it and we will come out the other side because we always do. Um, so the best, the best part in my under, you know, understanding of the universe and what we're dealing with here is you have to understand yourself and you have to understand your opponent and then you cannot go wrong. So the art of war, the art of war, Indeed. the art of war. I well, dude, always a pleasure, man. I love you. Hang on uh, for a moment. I want to go ahead and wrap this thing up, and I'm gonna pull you out. I'll pull all three of you guys out. I get all this power, man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I do appreciate everybody for tuning in. I really do mean it. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, live stream this on my YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. I'm also streaming on Twitter uh, via Periscope at Rice TVX and also on float.app. F-L-O-T-E dot app. Make sure you're checking out Float. It's an awesome social media platform. They promote freedom of speech and there's some awesome people on that platform. I'm on there, so I would encourage you to check it out. Also, um, make sure you're checking out my and follow me on Library and Odyssey where I have backups of all my videos and I also have up extra content over there to encourage people to check it out. Content you're not going to see anywhere that's additional. I also encourage you to become a patron. Uh, join my Patreon channel. Links are down below. Below. You can directly support the channel. You get early access to videos. And like I said, I'm going to be doing an interview with uh, Anthony, Anthony, with Andreas Antonopoulos on Thursday. And that's going to be a recorded interview. So patrons will have early access to that before anybody else does the unedited raw version. Also, tune in tomorrow, 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have the honor and privilege of having Mr. Max Kaiser coming on the show once again for interview number three, talking about taking the orange pill, the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin. So I do appreciate everybody for tuning in. I do really appreciate it. If you did not smash out that like button, make sure you smash in that like button. I do appreciate everybody for tuning in. Kay Ivehold, Shannon Lebro, Carrie Lake, thank you so much. Dime Bar, Identity Block, Tamara Gamble, Falcon Hoof, so many other people. Freedom, follow the money. Kat Peterson, Miss Catherine, thank you as always. I appreciate everybody trying to catch a few more names here. Um, a lot of people talking, and I appreciate the chatter inside of this live stream. We've had some awesome people joining us. So, again, tune in tomorrow. If you're not subscribed, to make sure you are subscribed. I'm going to go ahead and throw out this outro when we is done. But tune in tomorrow at 2 o'clock p.m. and stay tuned for any possible emergency broadcast due to uh, ongoing situations in our U.S. political system and everything happening. So... As, I, as always, I encourage you to be the change by practicing change, and I love you all.